Hello and welcome back to The Motivating Force. Joining me as always, we have Host Sway, an aspiring Marine Corps officer who's finishing up ROTC and his bachelor's in the criminal justice field. And myself, Justin, a motivational speaker who's always more than excited to share all of our wonderful ideas and topics with you guys. Today is the conclusion to our stress-free living series. This last part here is going to work together and tying in parts one and two, also giving you new insight and information to bring you to a conclusion on everything you need to do to make life a little more stress-free. Well, I wouldn't say everything because there's still going to be more tips and tricks out there, but for this bulk that we're putting out, I think that's a good way to say it, yeah. Yeah, it's a good fundamental. And the last bit of fundamental knowledge I think you guys should have towards stress-free living is something that comes off as a little bit of a cliche because we hear it a million times over, but it's being your own best friend. Oh, that's so cute, Justin. It is. It's so warm and fuzzy, (laughs) but there's so much more to it than the woo-woo side that we get to hear all the time with you know, being your own best friend and loving yourself and and self-care and all these things. There's a lot, there's a lot more realism to it than that. And that's the part of it that I want to jump into for you guys, because I know going over the woo-woo side of it, you guys heard it a million times. I want to bring something new to you guys. And this is something that's really helped me out with taking a little bit of stress off my back. Yeah, this is where the judgment has to like step aside real quick from you guys don't judge the the term that he's using as being your own best friend as like like he said a woo woo side listen to the explanation and we'll get we'll get the message across to you guys so getting right into the explanation here we all have that voice in our head that puts us down it yells at us it discourages us but with just a little bit of effort and active thinking we can turn that voice into our best friend it's really what i'm talking about today And as weird as it may sound that it's like there's another person inside of your head speaking to you, I mean, let's be real here. It almost feels like the case. As much as we don't want to admit it or do want to admit it, as crazy as it sounds, it's there. It does feel like another person inside of your head talking to you sometimes. And it's really because there's like two sides to every story and your brain's going to actively play that out for you. And we're so used to getting focused on negativity that we get really good at reciting the garbage that that negative voice has to say to us. (laughs) Well, it's great, too, because like in other terms, it's uh, that inner monologue, the same voice that you hear when you're reading something on a paper or you're watching something and then you hear it recite in your head. That's the voice we're talking about. It's not like you have the, uh, the little angel and the little demon or the devil on your shoulders it's more of that inner monologue that it's it's there. It's just not somebody else completely. Getting into that a little more to explain how it's it's not the two, you know, the devil and the angel on your shoulder and it's that inner voice. We are going to compare this to your best friends. Okay. So like the last time your best friend got fired, they failed a test, they got dumped. What did you do to help them? Well, I told them first off that they were trash and they were garbage mm-hmm. and that they deserved it. Mm-hmm. did you know or is that <laughs> no. just what you tell yourself no no <laughs> i sure hope that's not what you do you know you're you're always there to bring encouragement to your friends and you might even feed them little little white lies here and there just to just to take the edge off for them yeah, you know get their spirits up because we know that they're already feeling down so you're trying to make them feel a little bit better and yet we don't do that with ourselves though we don't say anything to ourselves to make us feel better whenever things like this happen to us we always do go back to 
oh man, I'm a piece of trash. I deserve that, you know, because then we get all analytical about it and we kind of go through, go through the motions with it. And we're like, oh, these little different changes that I could have made that could have made this situation so much better. I'm so stupid. Yeah. I mean, but that goes like last week when I was talking about the uh, self-deprecating, like self-discipline that we do to ourselves. But then that's also caused from, like we mentioned then, the childhood trauma that's our upbringing, uh, the way that other people talk to us. It's like we start to put ourselves down and then we become um, spiraling down into that, that bad habit of being so negative when little things happen to us. But also maybe because we lack that uh, pro-anoia that I also talked about of not thinking that the world is there to better us. So when you put that with, well, when you use that tip in this stress-free living part three, it can go a long way because then you start changing the mentality and not jump straight to the negative. And not jumping into the negative is something that we do with our best friends when we talk to them when they go through hard times and whatnot. Because I'm not talking about your friends, your acquaintances. I mean, your real best friends. Yeah. You know, you're never going to be there. You never want to see them hurt. You never want to discourage them. Uh, you're almost going to act as like that, that with that loving, tender care, you know, whenever they're going through hard times. And that's what I mean by being your own best friend. You have to start talking to yourself like you are your own best friend. And it's going to take you a hell of a lot further than sitting there listening to the voice in your head telling you that everything's crap and you're crap and you deserve it yeah yeah so the stress-free part of that is being able to remove negativity from your life gain trust in yourself and instill the confidence needed in order to jump on new opportunities because if you're constantly feeding yourself that negativity you're never going to have that trust in yourself because the next time something bad happens you're just waiting for that inner monologue to just tear you alive and at the same time you're not going to have that confidence to go do new things because you're constantly listening to that negative voice. Yeah, it's going to demotivate you as well. Well, same factor. It's going to be lowering your confidence in yourself. You're not going to be motivated to keep going on and, and try other opportunities. If one door closed on you, you're not going to want to try to open the other one because then it's just going to close again. Because that's what you keep telling yourself. Yeah. And uh, a lot of times it's not the case. And when that happens to your best friends, you're always like, no, man, okay, I get it, you know cry for the day or whatever that's fine i get it cope you know but tomorrow we're gonna you know we're gonna go to the bar we're gonna go find you a new girl or we're gonna go job hunting for you and trust me we're gonna find something the first three hours i yeah. guarantee it you know you're always there with that that background support you always have that positive light to kind of bring your friend's mood up mm -hmm. and we need to be able to do that with ourselves more often and i, I have some ways here some techniques we can use to turn that negative voice into a more loving voice for yourself because in no way is this going to be eliminating that inner monologue as interesting as it is there are some people out there that do not have an you inner see, monologue See, i wanted to say that but i felt like it was gonna kill this whole vibe all right yeah, yeah. that's all i want to say about it because that <laughs> yeah this is probably not helpful no you. no it's not helpful at all and i've been talking about that specific thing to people at work because there's certain people that talk out loud what they're thinking. And then we're always like, what are you saying? And they're like, no, I'm just talking to myself. And you're like, well, why are you saying it out loud? But it's because they lack the inner monologue. Yeah. yeah. It, it, I don't know. It was just mind blowing to me, yeah. right? That Fun fact. There you go. There. Yeah. So anyways, back onto the topic here. You're not going to be able to eliminate that inner monologue. But what you can do with some active thinking and management 
is turn that voice into something a little more pleasant for you? Well, first off, it's it's a battle between ego as well because once they do start implementing a more positive voice towards themselves, it can be real easy to let it go overboard and then you think you're the next Michael Jordan or you're the next LeBron James and you think you're the best at everything. And then that can be very detrimental because then you're just going to keep overshooting for things and saying, well, I'm the best. I, I got this. And then, you know, you're not. You got to fail sometimes. Yeah, but I feel like even in that failure, though, that's the, the focal point because that's what's going to cause the stress that we're trying to eliminate here in people's lives. And that is every time that LeBron does fail. You know, he has an approach for that. He has a way to go through and explain that. Can he explain the last uh, Space Jam movie? You know, <laughs> I'm sure he's working that out in his head as yeah. we speak. But he's probably looking at a fat check, though, so it probably doesn't bother him too much. That's the explanation. Like, well, you know, at least I got this, right? Yeah. Let me go give it to, to charity and, and therapy for all the kids who had to go watch that movie yeah. and got turned around. But that's besides the point. <laughs> There's always a way to spin it, right? Yeah. But we do get enough negativity fed to us already. So the last person that you need to get that from is from yourself. Yeah, no. It's already out there for you. And that's really the first step towards that active management is almost having a, a zero tolerance policy. Just don't accept it at all. You know, actively be with your thoughts as they come and go and just do everything you can to eliminate the bad voices you hear. And eventually... They're going to go away. Yeah. And you can start replacing with positive ones. And what happens is when you build that habit, every time you do get that little negative inclusion, you're able to just just shut it down right away. Yeah. I like that you're saying, like, be with your thoughts because there's many times where you're driving and you're just going on a rant towards yourself and you're just spaced out. But when you're with your thoughts and you're hearing it, acknowledge it and then turn it around. Like, it, like, the moment you hear that you're putting yourself down, tell yourself the opposite. Just, like, right there. Like, immediately just, no, I got this. Or, I'm good. You know, like, I'm, I'm better than that. And then the rest of that drive, the rest of that spaced out thinking that you have is going to turn around to a more positive outlook. And then you can have a better day. You're not going to have that weight of the negativity weighing on your shoulders the whole day. And there's a lot of times, too, with with myself with that when I'm I'm going through those motions and I get those little rants going on that I get I actually get pissed at myself. Yeah, I was going to say you get mad. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, you know, who the hell is this guy? Yeah. You know, this guy needs to shut up right now. And then you you're able to do that and you're able to stop it right when it starts and and put the change on it because again, like we're saying that's not something that's ever going to go away. Yeah. But you can actively manage it and let the positive thoughts flow. Yeah. And I think it's you know? better, too, to be mad at yourself in that way to like when you're putting yourself down, be mad at that voice, then let it put you down even more. And then it's just going to make you angry towards everyone else. So when you get home, you're going to take that anger out on your wife. You're going to be, you know, you're going to shut down. You're not going to want to talk to anybody. You're not going to have a good day. And that's what I was trying to say with the rest of your day is going to be a lot better without that weight because you're letting the negative affect you in a way that you're then gonna like let it bounce off of you yeah but when you're angry at the right person which is the negative voice in your head you can turn that around and then have a better day yeah and that's why you need to treat that inner voice almost as that second person 
because obviously you're not going to do any good being mad at yourself Yeah. in the way that you let those negative thoughts kind of coerce you because there was a point where when I was kind of growing through this that especially when you start actively managing that voice and you realize how much negativity you, you say to yourself every day, you're going to think there's something wrong with you. You're going to be like, am, am I depressed? Am I bipolar? Like, what, what is this? You yeah, know, because you're so used to it. And but the reality is you're, you're not. Okay. It's it's your natural instinct. It's part of being human. And it does take a lot of management. And when you let something run rampant like that for so many years, it's going to be very prevalent. And trust me, there's nothing wrong with you. It's just getting through it, getting over it. And that's what we have to do. But I also like the point, too, where you're saying how you want to, you know, support your friends and stuff. And you need to be your support as well. I really like the way that you said that. Because at the end of the day, I mean, your friends can come and go no matter how close the friendship they are. You know, something can happen to them that they're no longer with us or... You know, like they just move to a different state or you lose touch with them. Something bad happens and, you know, they're not going to be there. But when they're not there to support you, you should still be the one supporting yourself to an extent, which is keeping yourself afloat, keeping yourself motivated, keeping yourself confident with who you are. And that inner voice is it's always going to be there. It's always going to be your friend. So you might as well do your best on making it your best friend. Yeah, because. That voice isn't going to move states. That voice isn't something that you can be like, I don't need you anymore in my life. You're a bad influence to separate from. It's something that you have to actually fix yeah. and you have to grow on. And when you start seeing it as almost like that second person that you can work on, and you can improve, it, it does change the way that you approach that negativity. Yeah. And if anything, it should be more than a best friend because it's with you in the most intimate of moments. Yeah. When you're taking a dookie, when you're in the shower, you know, when you're in your private uh, time, it's with you and yeah. it's not going to go away. So, yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> yeah. And it's always going to have something to say. Yeah. And the more that you catch it saying negativity, the more that you can either, you know, get pissed at it, the more you can treat it like a dog and, you know, train it, give it loving care and be like, hey, look, we're not doing that anymore. You know, you don't need to be putting me down like this. Because this is what we're going to do to improve that. Yeah, it's keeping you in those bad habits, so you're trying to train it to get you out of them. There's many different approaches you can take that are going to work better for you or worse for you. But the good news is you're going to be able to recognize it right away because that inner voice is a part of you. So you know what's going to work. You know what's not going to work. And trust me, there's, there's ways that are going to work. You just have to continually work at it and get through it. Now, is there like an example of like faking it till you make it or is it harder to do that with yourself because you can tell when you're lying in no case faking it till you make it works in this okay yeah because you can immediately tell yeah right i don't i don't think you can lie to yourself and i mean it like know. the same way we use the white lies for our friends yeah we can't do that for ourselves we have to be honest with the the compliments or the or the positivity that we shoot back towards ourselves being a mentally healthy person, right? Not having any disabilities mentally or whatnot. Um, yeah, you're not going to be able to do that. I think there are some little white lies you can tell yourself. And again, it comes to the approach, right? Like 
saying, you know, okay, well, tomorrow, like, like with the job thing, right? So, you know, you can tell yourself the same way you would tell your friend, okay, well, look, tomorrow we're going to go out, we're going to find a job, like, within three hours. It's going to be no problem at all. And it's really more that mentality shift because when you tell that to your friend, I mean, there's no way of telling that, yeah. right? But it's a way to hype yourself up. It's almost like you can be overly optimistic with yourself and trick yourself that way okay. and not necessarily feed yourself lies like, oh, I didn't deserve to get fired. Yeah. You know, I'm that negativity in my head's like, you know, oh, you deserve that, all this stuff. Maybe yeah. you really did. And you can't turn that around and be like, no, I didn't deserve that. Yeah. Don't tell me that. I'm a great person. Because then again, we get into that ego issue. Yeah. But there are ways where you can be like, okay, you know what? I did deserve that. But let's be real here. Let's break it down. Was it from an experience? Was it negligence? Is it something you learned from that you can make better for yourself in the future? And then give yourself that little overly optimistic point of view with like, tomorrow we're landing a new job it's not even going to be a problem no sweat yeah just not the way like in video games when you keep dying all the time and you're like nah dude you're a pro yeah you're a pro gamer why is this happening to you and you you're not so it's like you're shooting yourself in the foot uh then also not the little white lies of you're gonna wake up early and then get gas before work it's not gonna happen just because you wanted to sleep in no yeah <laughs> that's it's, lying to yourself you it's can tell yeah yeah for sure <laughs> Yeah, there's no way around that. And that's where that balance is going to come in because, you know, you are going to learn that through that journey of dealing with your inner voice. And you're going to understand that you have to be more real with it than you've ever been with anybody in your life because it knows you. It is you. So how are you going to lie to it? Yeah. You're not. But when you learn to take different approaches towards it, attack it from different angles, you can see like, okay, being overly optimistic will work. It's better to be overly optimistic than overly, what, pessimistic? You don't, you, you can't lie to yourself, but you don't necessarily have to tell yourself the truth either. Yeah. Right? As long as you contain that reserve of motivation in the background to keep going forward, that's all that really matters. Because there, there are those lines that you can, you can straddle for, you know, a certain amount of time, like with the job example, because again, you don't know that's true. You don't know if you're going to land a job tomorrow. And it's like, you're not lying to yourself by saying that because you're going to make an honest, hard try at doing it. But you're not necessarily telling yourself the truth either because, I mean, do you already have job interviews lined up? Like, what's going on, right? Yeah. How do you guarantee yourself that? You can't. But there's that that happy medium with that where you give fate the chance, you give randomness the chance, you give opportunity the chance to open up new doors. Yeah. And you can kind of ride that out a little bit, but as long as you attack it from the angle of optimism, you can really silence that inner dialogue from telling you that you're not worth it. But then again, that's why like having that reserved motivation and actively working towards it is crucial to this because the same way you can say, oh, well, I shouldn't beat myself up for not going to the gym today because I'll go tomorrow. You can immediately know if you're acting towards that or if that's just a flat lie. There's two possible outcomes. It's either you're lying to yourself or you're really going to work towards it. But it all depends on that motivation you have on the side actively working towards it. And it's like we talked about before with building up like the brownie points with yourself and, and giving confidence to yourself by allowing that inner dialogue to see that you back up what you say you're going to do. Yeah. So there's many different things that come into play here with it. And that's why this is more of like that final part in the series because... You guys really got to pay attention to like that part one and two 
to really get part three to work. You can't yeah. just jump right to this. Yeah, because the same way, like if you have a friend that keeps saying all these positive things that they're going to do all this and after a while they start losing the credibility of not doing it that you're like, I, I guess he's just lying all the time. You know, your, your inner monologue is going to feel the same way about you if you're not upholding the things you're telling yourself you're going to do. Again, like you can't lie to yourself. Yeah. So if you're not holding up to your own standards that you're trying to set for yourself, you need to really kind of step it back a little bit because that inner dialogue will eat you alive on that Yeah. because it does know the truth and it's going to, it's going to remind you of it yeah, for the sure. The more you try, like the harder push you try at the beginning for it to be your best friend that you overshoot at all these things, it could quickly just turn back to, I'm going to be negative because you're just lying to us. When we realize we can't lie to ourselves with these things, we need to be real and we can still take certain approaches where we're not lying, we're not necessarily telling the truth, but we're just being optimistic. And that's the whole point that it comes down to. And there are many background factors that play into how easy that this is going to go for you. But treating it like that second person and being your, your own best friend towards that inner voice is what's going to take a lot of stress off your back. Because on, on a side note here, you know, with being critical with your active thinking, it can seem a little extreme at times, but there is a good place for it because like when we look at things like meditation, right, it's a great tool to use, but meditation has been linked to increased depression, anxiety, psychosis, and mania. And you notice how that's literally ends of the spectrum. It's literally extremes yeah. that it can jump towards um, just from being with your thoughts, right? Because that's what meditation is all about is letting those thoughts come and go. And it can literally bounce you from extreme to extreme. So there is an extreme level of management that needs to happen here because you can fall down many different rabbit holes that do not take you to good places. And it, it's on both ends of the spectrum. I mean, the thing is we've, I mean, I've talked about how meditation is great, but also it should be, you know, practiced accordingly for the individual because I've seen great things come out of like short spans but I can very well see how if you spend an hour doing that, you can go a little bonkers. Yeah. You know, because all you're hearing is that back and forth, and then you trying to attack the negative, and then the negative attacking the positive. You just sit there for an hour, and it's going to be very bad. Yeah. But if you're doing it, what, five, ten minutes at a time, I think that should be good enough to at least acknowledge the thoughts that you're having. And that's all you need. Yeah. You only need those few short minutes just to acknowledge it, be present with it, turn it around so then it's not negative and then be on with your day i honestly don't think meditation works for broken people meditation is only going to work when you already have some type of foundation some form of towards structure. a better living yeah. if you have no structure at all in your headspace and you're going to try to meditate you're jumping right into the fire you don't know what you're expecting to come out of it yeah and a lot of times it's not gonna, it's not going to be a good thing there is that level of extremism that we do have to take with that inner voice because we still have to really, like you're saying, acknowledge it. Spending that little five, ten minute intervals to really experience your inner voice for what it is instead of just sitting there listening to it talk in the background, actually be there with it, listen to what it says because that's how you're going to learn how it behaves and then what you need to do to make it behave how you want it to. You know, and it, it might look crazy. It might sound crazy, but 
in that same sense, you know, there's a reason why a lot of these like ultra successful people out there, they always seem like there's something a little off with them in, in any field, you know, financial fields, um, sports fields, anything where people are ultra successful, they have this weird acknowledgement of themselves that nobody else has. And we feel like, you know, those types of people, they know themselves very well. And that's what it all comes down to is that active management of their inner voice. And they know what to say to themselves. They know what it takes to amplify themselves and bring themselves up. And they're also people that are able to sit in silence with themselves. They're able to sit there in an awkward scenario and just, you know, be at peace because they've been able to put that inner monologue at, at, at bay for so long and turn it into positive that they don't have to worry or have that stress, which is what we're relieving of this. And like, they don't have to feel like they're doing something wrong for just sitting there in silence where a lot of us. And I mean, myself included many times, if I'm sitting in silence, I couldn't do it. Like I have to fidget. I have to distract myself with something else. So then I don't have to hear my negative thoughts. And I think we've actually talked about that before with silence and embracing the silence yeah. and that plays into this you know it's it's really important because that's really the test for yourself to see how things are going to go for you but at the end of the day you know become your own best friend do your best towards that get some foundations first because there's still really no better rock to stand on than the one that you've built for yourself and all right guys if you want to continue to support yourself and support us at the same time check out all of our videos you can subscribe you can like this video you can like all the rest you can comment down below make some friends in the comments and you can be up to date with all of the wonderful episodes that we have to support you and motivate you to get through all of your challenges and struggles that you have uh, remember to check out our social medias. The links are in the description below. All of our new videos do drop Monday and Wednesday at 8 a.m. EST. We are on Anchor, so we are everywhere where you want to listen to your favorite podcasts. Just remember, if you want to see it live in video, you need to be over here on YouTube. But until next time, go on and get it.